Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. You are listening to the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast, my favorite podcast to listen to on long flights across the galaxy. This is the way. We want it men. Welcome to episode 180 of the Smugglers Galaxy podcast, your favorite Star Wars podcast for smugglers in the galaxy. I don't know why I'm so happy this morning, Jason. I had a show last night and I should be tired. Huh? How'd it go? It went good. We hadn't played out and like, or I hadn't played with the band probably like three or four months. We had a, um, a show came up. The same night as the Winter Social, and uh, they found a fill-in for me. Um, but yeah, it, it, it felt really good to get back out on stage after like three, four months. And well, you know, it, you're dealing with band issues, so when you've got five guys, you're it's basically like being married to five different people because you have all those different personalities. So um, it was kind of good to let all the drama go away and play a show. Um, for it was a new venue called Blackstrap up in Gainesville. That the um, bass player, he's for Hell Yeah. He's in the band Hell Yeah. And then he just got into like Jerry King's new band. Um, so he owns it. And it's a really, I, mean, I look, whenever I get to a bar like that, I'm like, I could do something like this, but I know nothing about owning a business. So mm -hmm. it's that's just, why, that's why bar rescue is a big thing because people don't know how to own a business or run a bar. Right, exactly. And it's like, it be it just seems like he's doing it right, but because he's got like practice rooms in the back, so you're probably making you know a few hundred dollars a month off each practice room. So if you band the bar's not doing good, you got that income coming in. Plus, I'm sure he's got money to to pump into it if it's not doing well. Which I know you know you start a business like that, you but be, you better be ready not to make money for a year or so. And I can't do that. But other than that. Yeah, it was Did you fun. Pick anything up this week? Uh, I I kind of picked something up by accident. It was a deal or no deal. Um, oh, I saw that. Yeah, but it was something that I it uh, <clears throat> it's a slave one uh, prototype, huh? It's the diecast titanium series from like the Revenge of the Sith era. Yeah, uh, but anytime you can get a Boba Fett uh, prototype for cheap, um, it's fun. So he um. It that somebody was bidding like 40, 50 bucks on it. And I'm like, let's get this thing moving in the right direction. So I bid 200 on it. And then he goes, I'll do that for you, bud. Yeah. So it's not that I'm mad. It's just, I wasn't <clears> expecting <throat> to buy it and I bought it. So 
I'll have it. I guess I'll have it in a, in a little bit. Uh, I just sent him the money this morning. Awesome. Yeah. You had I'm the like, option to buy that at one point. You did? Yeah. Because uh, he got a bunch of stuff from an employee at one point. Right. Employee of Hasbro. And that doesn't really fit his focus. But I was in the middle. Like, I was buying other stuff. I couldn't afford that as well. So I was like, no, nah, I'm going to pass on that. So congratulations. Right. I'm glad it's found a good home. Right. So it'll go in my pre-production <laughs> cabinet. Unfortunately, the uh, base broke on shipping. Yeah. He said it was real fragile. Yeah, it's a fragile plastic. I'm sure it was just like a first shot of that. And it was more of, let's see what it looks like and, and not how durable is this plastic. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah, I got that. I'm trying to. That, yeah, that's all I bought. That's it, been kind of a boring. It, yeah, that it, I I always say it every year. I think it's quality over quantity. Um, But I don't know. how about you? Did you pick anything up? Yeah. Yeah, what'd you get? Finally got my unproduced action fleet. Nice. I saw um, that. Those looked really good. Yeah, from like the 2003 era. Uh, there was the Jedi Starfighter. Uh, this one has date stamps on it. It's it's painted. Um, uh, it looks pretty good. Uh, the landing gear is broken, but I mean, it's still unproduced. So Right. Well, I'm sure they run those things through test once they make them. Yeah. So that one was pretty good. And then I also got the unproduced Star Destroyer. Mm -hmm. And the weird thing about the Star Destroyer, I think this is an early model. <clears throat> it's the same kind of resin that they use because that hard copy I have of the TIE Interceptor, some of the paint has kind of rubbed off uh -huh. in, in areas. And you could see the yellow resin underneath. And the same thing with the Star Destroyer. You can kind of see the yellow resin in a couple points. Um, so I, I think it's an early sample. Um there's no date stamps, but it's like the same screws that they use at the bottom of this, the Jedi Starfighter. So it uh, it fits the stand for Action Fleet. So I, I have no concern that it's not Action Fleet. It's just mm -hmm. a very early model. The um, the production version, which I think was shown, if you go to SirSteve'sGuide.com, mm -hmm. there's some photos there of the Star Destroyer. The, the top is supposed to flip up. And there, that's where you would get like a little officer inside. And then it's kind of hard to describe, but so, like it's a triangle shape. But, but at some point, the triangle ends and the sides flip open, revealing um, uh, a missile. Oh. So you should be able to fire a missile. That's not here. So that's why I think this is like an early sculpt test of some sort. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause it's not, it's not what they show in the photos, but it's definitely of the era and it's definitely the same kind of well, it looks like it's the same kind of resin they use at Galoob. Cool. <clears throat> well I guess technically it's Hasbro at that point. Because Hasbro owned Galoob. Very cool. Is that all you got? That's all I got, yeah. I mean that sounds really coming out. So I guess, you know, I gotta wait till fall oh. to get my ghost. So no, that's not the only thing I got actually. Because with uh -oh. that package, I got a misprint of I think it's um, Yoda's Jedi Starfighter Micro Galaxy Squadron. It's purple, uh huh. So I think it's a factory reject. And then I got a Hera's uh, A Wing, right? But the engine on the A Wing has been painted silver. Ooh. And so I don't know if this is a paint test for the N1 Starfighter, mm -hmm. or or if at some point they were 
playing around with possibly painting the engine. Right. But it does it looks professionally painted. It doesn't look sloppy like something I would do. Um, <laughs> so it's just a mystery. I didn't pay too much for it, so I'm not really yeah. worried about it, but it is it is an, a mystery and it's uh it's pretty cool. Were those <clears throat> did you did you have did you talk about those months and months ago that yes. you you'd been working on that deal for a, a while? Okay. Yes. Cuz the more you talk about it, the more it, it's jogging my memory that you we you remember you shared pictures of them a while back. Yeah, he kept finding things and uh, adding to the lot, and so it took a while to pay off. But it's mine. <laughs> I um I did I did not I was I almost bought something else, but I didn't because like you were saying the the battle pack whatever that's got Anakin and Obi Wan and a couple of droid Buzz fighter yeah. Buzz <clears throat> droids, um, Micro Galaxy Squadron pack. I'd found a couple at a Target, and they weren't ringing up. And you had said that they knocked them down to like ten or fifteen bucks. So yeah. I I wasn't ringing up on the scanner. I'd scanned it online and I saw that they were fifty. And so I brought them up to the cash register, and I was like, "This isn't ringing up." And then she scans it and says it's fifty dollars. I said that price is wrong. Can you check it again? So they, I see her take it to the customer service desk. They scan it with their official scanner. It doesn't come up. So then they scan it with the phone, and it comes up online for 50 bucks and they're like this is the price and i said that's wrong and you know i didn't want to be a, a, a dick so i just kind of walked away because i was like i didn't you know i didn't want to fight it it wasn't worth me fighting it for a toy uh but i was kind of it was just it was a, a wah, wah moment um because i i didn't really want it but for 15 dollars, it was kind of hard to pass up yeah um because it is it's four ships and you know you're and that's uh, that seems to happen with target clearance because they had the andor um shore trooper which is an exclusive for them uh-huh and it was peg warming for the longest time and then it went on clearance and it got down to like eight bucks and i don't know if they find extra boxes but uh it went back up to the regular price of 26 dollars, and so i don't know if it's uh, a unique upc that is associated with that thing but then later on they're like we need to uh we we have a period to clearance it out after that you know maybe they reuse that upc and they get ready for something else right and because it's another item that older item gets lumped into it and it goes back to regular price it, it happens from time to time it's just frustrating because it's like two weeks ago it was 15 dollars. why is it back to 50 why did you clearance it and why did you clearance half of your inventory Right, but it wasn't even coming up. The UPC in the in the in the right computer in the store computer wasn't coming up. But then when they put it, you know, like if you're at Walmart and you can look something up, I, you know, I never I never trust when I scan something with my phone at the store for a price check because it's always going to the online price. It defaults to the online price versus to what store you're in price. So it, mm -hmm. the online price is always more. So that's what had happened was the online price was coming up fifty dollars, but the store had no record of it. So it wasn't in their inventory, the store's inventory. So, but yeah, I know that what you're saying about the UPC, I think that's what got uh, some of Micro Galaxy Squadron in trouble because I think they were just using the same UPC for all the ships and each wave. So they'd introduce a new wave and then discount it, discount the old wave, but the new wave and the old wave had the, had the same UPC, which was messing them up. Yeah. Um, I did see one because we had talked about the Boba Fett comic packs. And I may have said this on another, I don't, we talk, I don't know if I said it on a, on a chat or not, or if I said it on the show, 
but uh, I did see a case of one of the Boba Fett comic packs just show up at a at a Target. <laughs> so I don't know if they found it or what or got shipped. No, it. they got old. Uh, no, that's that can't be new uh, inventory. Mm -hmm. That's got to be old inventory that they still haven't clearanced out. That was probably destined for Ollie's, and Target decided to throw it up on the shelf. Yeah. So the the, the Target store would have had it and done it versus corporate. I don't, I, I, maybe, I don't know. Maybe, okay. <clears throat> I've been hunting, but I haven't been, haven't had any luck. Uh, you know, I've, I'm finding the series four micro galaxy squadron blind packs, but I'm just not, it just, it's not appealing to me anymore. I, I, cause I talked to my wife about it. Same, same, same issue we have is it's like, do you want to spend the 50, 60 bucks on one knowing you're going to get it? Or do you want to spend the 50, 60 bucks trying to get it? Yeah. And if you were to wait a couple months, chances are uh it'll go it'll decrease like on on eBay and stuff because I see some of those series ones and twos selling for like thirty bucks now. So nice. if you can just wait for the hype to die down, uh chances are you'll get it for a better price later down the road. Yeah, it's not like I have to have it. I've gotten it's gotten to where I, I don't have to have anything unless it's like a one of or you know, very, very if it's a common item, it's like I'll wait for it. Mm -hmm. There's very few things that it's like, I got to have that now. Right. Yeah. Anything, anything yeah. fun and exciting happened this week? I have news. And we did have some decent news, a, a decent news week this week. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Uh, so we'll be doing bingo on the next episode where we have our bingo card of the things that the left field things that might happen this week or, or this year in, in Star Wars. One of them that I probably should have put down, uh, but I didn't think about was that episode one returns to theaters May 3rd, 2024. You would have had to coin it, man. And I wanted to, I wanted to trust you unless you coined your uh, bingo card. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> you... <laughs> I, I, I didn't think of this, but I should have because it is the 25th anniversary of episode one this year. It's crazy. And then, and then it, it's coming out on May the 4th, and it's like, uh, we have nothing to do May the 4th. Right. <laughs> so that'll make things interesting. Um, but yeah, that's returning to theaters, and you know, if we have time, maybe like Sunday afternoon after bowling, and if people are just like, if people leave on Monday, uh, we can just go to that theater across the street at like 5 or 6 or, or something and go see a late show that night. And if people need a good nap. <laughs> there's no sleeping that weekend <laughs> that's what i've been psyching myself up there's no sleeping that weekend yeah i can't wait to see you with no sleep <laughs> i'm a crabby patty you really are you jerk uh on friday february 9th i'm coining that just i'm dating it because if i were to say yesterday that means yesterday is relative to whoever's listening but yet, anyways, regardless, on Friday, February 9th, Diego Luna posted on Instagram that it was the last day of filming for Andor Season 2. Uh -huh. He said, today is the last day of filming of Andor. I could not be more thankful to the entire crew for this amazing experience and years of hard work. More than 700 people have worked on this production. And it is impossible to say goodbye and thank you to everyone individually, which is why I write here. Thank you for the love and the wonderful experience. So... Andor season two is in the can. Oh, can't wait. I can't either. Uh, season one was 
probably one of the best things since Rogue One. Mm -hmm. And so um, the acting, the writing, the directing, the action, I mean, it's all it's all incredible. And so hopefully they continue that for season two, which should be. Should be. I probably need to do some bingo cards of that. I, I, I I'm, I'm, huh? No, go ahead. No, no, I'm, I'm like three shy of thirteen. Um, I should have wrote this down, but what's his name? Stellan Skarsgård, uh -huh. who plays Luthen. He said that he said this week that it's a satisfying ending for Andor season two. So that's more good news for right. Well, we show. all know how it's going to end, but we don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what that was so. That's what was so good about Obi Wan Kenobi is you all we all knew the story, but we didn't know how it got there. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing with Rogue with the uh, Andor. We all know how it ends. We just don't know how it gets there. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping to see K two S O. I'm hoping to see who Luthen is. I mean, the fact that he's resigned himself to essentially fight for a better day that he'll never see like the thought of that itself like is pretty uh, uh powerful right but why why is he fighting for a better tomorrow why is he so bitter for the empire to die maybe the empire gave him cancer maybe does he have cancer i don't remember that i, I don't know no i'm just throwing stuff out there seeing what sticks uh i didn't see this happening either hasbro dropped the ewing this week for 100 bucks the ewing uh, from ahsoka comes with ke4-n4 which is kenna that's what i was thinking yeah i was when, when we were starting that i was like something happened with kenner and that was it yeah so that droid is based off of the look of what the domed r2d2 looks like for kenner um and so that's the inspiration for it. That's why he's been named KE4-N4. It's That's Kenner. Um, during the live stream, they did announce that Lieutenant Callahan will be coming down the line as, as pipelined. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll get a, a pilot for that. Um, and we'll get a carded uh, KE4-N4 uh, as part of the E-Wing. Um, what, what are your thoughts on the E-Wing? Because I did hear some griping this week about the price of it and the fact that it doesn't come with a pilot. Um, I mean, it'd be nice if it came with the pilot, but what, uh, okay. So the N1 Starfighter was 130. I thought that was overpriced and that came with the pilot. Um, I, you're getting to the point where a hundred dollars is what you're going to pay for a decent ship in the Star Wars galaxy. Um, because it's not for kids. It's for adults. Basically the kid, they have, they have basically two lines of the toys. They have the kid stuff and the adult stuff and the adult stuff. They're going to all, um, average around a hundred dollars because of what they are. Mm -hmm. Um, it would have been nice because, okay. So the NY Starfighter was one thirty that came with a pilot, uh, Boba, the slave one from three or four years ago, the first, and because they did two iterations of slave one, they did a normal one and then they did Book of Boba Fett. The first mm -hmm. one that came out was like in the 130 range with no pilot, but then the Book of Boba Fett was like $200 and that at least came with Boba Fett. Maybe did it come with Bosch? Uh, with no, it came with Boba Fett, but he was baggy, he wasn't carded. 
Okay. So then you're looking at 200. So they, they basically doubled the price of the, of the ship yes. to add a bagged figure. Uh, the second go round. So I, I, a hundred dollars is probably where they're going to be. Now, when you compared it to the GI Joe Jeep, that's a six inch scale with a figure for a hundred dollars. Here's where it gets me. I mean, it's not that it's a Jeep versus a ship and blah, blah, blah. You look at that Jeep and the deco on the inside of the Jeep, it's going to be so much better than the deco of the inside of that E-Wing. And it's so much better than the deco of the in, of the inside of the N1 Starfighter. Uh, but there again, they own G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. So. There's no that's royalty what, there. Yeah. that That's what annoys me about it more. Uh, it seems like they can. Well, they can because they don't have to pay the 20, 30 percent to someone else. There's not that much more on top of it. Uh, right. So they don't have to build that cost into a ship. Uh, but I like seeing a really cool deco on the inside of a cockpit or, you know, stuff that you you wouldn't think about. You know, the little mm -hmm. extra like the inside of the Jeep, there's like a computer screen and all the it looks like all the instruments are lit up uh, and you're not going to get that on the E-Wing. But I thought the E-Wing looked really cool, uh, you know, and that's me being nitpicky. Um, on the ship, but I thought the outside, I like the pictures looked cool. It, it's a cool looking ship. It's nice that we're getting a new ship. Um, yeah. we're never going to get another black series ship because it they're too, too damn big. Right. I mean, how, um, well, well, one, one, one more second. The, cause the black series TIE fighter was 160. Well, I mean, but that was a long time ago too. And that everybody freaked out when that came out for 160. That was about 10 years ago. Yeah. Was it that long? Yeah. Wow. I believe so. It was like that episode seven days. It was back then. I guess and they it tried was. Wow. they tried tipping their toes into Black Series vehicles and, and I think they've learned the hard way that with Black Series it's really just about building your shelf with figures. It's not about dioramas or creatures or vehicles. It's really about the six inch figures. Right. And they did the snow speeder, which was about a hundred dollars, and I'd have to look at the deco on the snow speeder. It was about oh. one thirty. Yeah. Was was that a Haslab? Was that supposed no. to be a Haslab? I think that was what we've heard. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're right. The uh, the royalty for the the rumor that I heard uh, Toylanta was that it's up to twenty one percent now for Hasbro to have the Star Wars wow. license, which means. Out of every item they sell, 21% of that goes directly to Hasbro just for signing the contract. So for a $100 E-Wing, you know, 21 bucks goes straight to uh, Lucasfilm and mm -hmm. Disney. So that's probably like a $75 vehicle. It's just the price is inflated. Everyone talks about inflation, inflation, inflation. But no mm -hmm. one's talking about like corporate greed. Like corporate profits is up like 70%. Right. And so it's it's excessive of inflation. It's you know corporate profits should be like eight percent if you got steady growth. But if it's at seventy percent, people are getting really really greedy. Um, people, I saw a report that China has there was what was it something in China the um, the cost of production has has gone down, mm -hmm. but we're not seeing that here in the United States. They're they're keeping those price prices steady, right? So instead of you know compensating and and correcting it, 
the prices are going down in China and prices are going up here in the United States. So it goes back to that corporate greed. And if, I think that's part of the problem with, with the, the price of $100. I also feel like the price of the E-Wing for Antoc Merrick was $100. That came, uh, sorry, X-Wing. That came with a, uh, a carded figure. So you know, instead of a figure, we're getting a droid. Mm -hmm. And it feels like this should be like $150 if if the pattern were to continue. You know, we see the, the price continuously increase. And I felt like if you had told me last week the E-Wing was coming, I said, oh, that would be $100, $150 vehicle. And here it is $100. So I feel like it's on point. Um, <clears throat> it's it's just a shame that it's a, a vehicle that was only seen for five minutes and none of the main characters were in it right um but i do like the ewing basically because it was a a piece that i really wanted in action fleet for the longest time <laughs> and here it is now in vintage collection so uh, i will be picking it up i do like it i do like the pink colors the blue and the white and so mm. I think it's a it's a killer looking ship, and I know with the people that are like you you just said the EU EU fans are gonna love it. Um, you're gonna buy it just because you were an EU fan. You're not gonna buy it because it was in Ahsoka. Yep. Um. So I mean, yeah, I I don't know. Has Hasbro has? We'll see what happens. <laughs> I uh, but yeah, like I said, man, a hundred bucks. I think if you're gonna buy a, a collector quote unquote ship, it's gonna be a hundred dollars. Yeah, because look at look at every everything that's a collector is a hundred dollars. Yep, I didn't expect a, a vehicle to be coming this year, especially something new. I thought they would repack something before they went out right. and made something new like the E-wing. And yeah. uh, I had another point, but I forgot what that was. Did you see what a uh, Regal Robot is releasing? No, what are they releasing? They're releasing a Wampa pup puppet, like full size Wampa, like uh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was excited about it until I saw the price. It's got the uh, this is, is it animated? Like, can you motion? I, well, it's it? it's from the it's like a, a bust, a puppet bust. So, like, oh, Nick, okay. So, I don't know if you can uh move it around and stuff, but it's like three thousand dollars limited to like 150 pieces. And I'm like, you guys can keep it because I'm not paying three thousand dollars for that, I would get shot. If I did yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, they go back and they talk to the original artist of that stuff who did production on, you know, yeah, there's uh, a strikes back. Is it Phil Tippin <laughs> or Tippin? Yeah. 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 He's, he did it. Phil Tippin. Yeah. Um, so they go back to him. Then it's all hand resin casted. It's all hand painted. So there's a lot of man hours that go into that. And it's, right. it's a piece of art really. Yeah. Oh, it, it looks so incredible, but. I, I can't um, afford $3,000. I remember what I was going to say. The other thing about the Vintage Collection lately, they've been doing a lot of play sets. Uh -huh. And then vehicles are, you know, redone from other vehicles. So the the, the uh, speeder bike was redone twice. And so I just wasn't expecting the E-Wing. So I was I was happy to see some newness in the line. Right. Well, the, the, I mean, just to echo your point of that, the Slave 1 that they did was Django's Slave 1 from 10 years ago. Yeah. Or you know, that was a rehash of that mold. Um so yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. Uh maybe it's a step in the right direction. Maybe it's a little uh breadcrumbs and a bone they they threw our way. Uh we'll see. Um 
Phil, uh, so the Disney uh, investors call was this past week, and they talked a lot about what was going on around the company. They did mention that filming for Mandalorian and Grogu begins this summer. It was announced that also that it would be released on May 22nd, 2026. So that rumor from a couple of weeks ago was true. And I would assume the Ray movie is going to come out in December of 2026, if the other half of that uh, uh, rumor is true. Stick a fork in it. It's done, Jason. <laughs> it's what? It's done. Oh. Star, if they're going to do that, yeah, just stick a fork in it. There, I don't um, think they can recover from that. And, I, don't, I just don't have faith in Disney marketing. They've they've blundered several movies, not just Star Wars. I mean, like John Carter of Mars was a complete blunder. It's a good movie. Right. Um, it's just, it, it had horrible marketing. Uh, Tron Legacy was a really good movie as well, and I feel like they didn't do a good job promoting that movie. So I, it's just Disney marketing that I don't have faith in. Well, well, I was listening to um, podcast The Ride, and they had made a mention. They were talking about movies and stuff, and they were like, "What's the two worst performing movies or most underperforming movies of last year?" Indiana Jones and Haunted yeah. Mansion. Haunted Mansion should have been a slam dunk, and it yeah. should have been released in October, not August. Yeah. Exactly, anyway. and I I enjoyed both those movies. That, but there again, it's the Disney Plus thing where you're like, I can just wait six months and watch it for free. That might change because they also mentioned that they lost like 1.3 million subscribers on Disney Plus, and oh. so people won't be waiting if they don't have Disney Plus. They can't wait for Disney Plus to, right to see it on Disney Plus. They have to go to the theaters if they want to see it. So maybe that's going to change a little bit. And they would have to. People are well, it's all well. Here's what's happening with Disney Plus they keep raising the prices. And when it came out, it was seven dollars a, a month. And you're like, that's a great deal. And now it's getting to the point where all these uh streaming services are understanding that's how people are getting their content. So they keep raising their prices. And you're st not stuck, but you because you're you want to see the content, you're going to pay the, the money. I think. My wife said Netflix was over like $25 a month for Netflix. And I'm like, why are do, why do we still have it? I think but, that's a special version of Netflix. Yeah. There's she's different got, tiers. That might be the yeah. most highest tier. She Well, because it also is in, in HD or something. And she could share it to so many screens because she watches yeah. it. She watches it at work and blah, blah. And I'm like, you can, you know, you're worried. There's... <laughs> There's no need to pay $25 a month for Netflix. Yeah, so, especially like if if she's confused about the I, I don't know this. I'm just going based on what you said when, when sometimes it's like four screens, but they mean four screens at a time. It doesn't mean like there's four TVs that you can only use it from. Right. That just means four people can use it. The fifth person is SOL. Right. And that's what I I sometimes you just are like, yeah, whatever. So okay. I don't know. I I don't know what uh it wasn't worth <clears throat> not an argument, but talking about it because i'm i'm just like whatever you can you you that's on you uh this but, was yes sorry but also let me but here's what's gonna bite them in the butt too is if they do like a week preview people are gonna sign up because people love doing that and they'll make up an email address so they can get the week preview sorry go jason go now you're yeah. gonna cough yeah go, jason <laughs>
I'm still getting over. I've got like a long cough here left over from COVID. The last time I had COVID, it took a couple of weeks uh, for me to get rid of that cough, even though I'm not COVID positive anymore. Um, so yeah, so uh, this past week was kind of weird. Uh, SAG Afra posted that Pedro was playing Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four movie. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's weird because SAG Afra would know. Uh, because you do have to register with them. So if you're playing something, you know, you have to register with them to let them know. Matt Shankman, the director of uh, the Fantastic Four movie, then tweeted what SAG Afra posted, seemingly confirming that Pedro is playing Reed Richards. Um, and I bring this all up so that, yeah, officially, Pedro, it seems that Pedro, and then Matt Shankman, sorry, I have 12 thoughts going on in my head at the same time. <laughs> After Matt posted that, he quickly deleted it. But why would the director of the movie post it? Uh, probably realized that it wasn't an official announcement. It hasn't been officially announced by Disney or Marvel. And so he brought it down. Um, that does film this fall. Mandalorian films this summer. Um, he's finishing up The Last of Us right now. I don't expect to see much more than a cameo in in the movie if we see him at all. Mm-hmm. It's probably something that he can do a day or two on on the uh, on the uh, the filming of the set. Um, all of his stuff is voiceover work, which could be done on the weekend in a booth from his house. He doesn't really need to show up for anything, so I don't feel like that's going to uh, be a conflict for the Mandalorian movie. Um, I, I think it's going to be fine. I, I I don't think it's going to mess things up personally. Yeah. No. He- yeah, you. That's why. That's why he's not taking his helmet off anymore. It's not that this is the way. It's that they don't want to pay him to be on set, or he can't be on this set. This is the way to save money, right? Um. Yeah. Oh, speaking of. Okay, so speaking of Fantastic Four, because John John Krasinski was played Reed Richards in whatever movie it was. So then it brings it back to the Office, which brings it back to whatever movie John Krasinski did with uh, Ryan Reynolds. If. If, it's about did you imaginary, see the, huh? Imaginary friends. Okay, yeah. did you see the the promos yes. they were doing for that? Because it had the guy who yes. played Asian Jim going, <laughs> Randall Park. Yeah, and it was like, hey, I'm John Kaczynski, and it's Asian Jim Randall Park, and it's just like that is so funny. Yeah, um, that's funny. The, so it was just I, Ryan Reynolds. I mean, I I don't. He's just he's a funny guy. Um, but yeah, and, and it's yeah, funny because huh? No, go ahead. I no, it's funny because John. John Kaczynski can go from like real serious to real funny. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of curious. Is that going to be, I guess it will be only in theaters if. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's be a that theatrical release. It's Yeah. It's I just getting... finished uh, when I had COVID, I watched welcome to Wrexham, which is Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney's show about the uh, Wrexham soccer team that they purchased football team that they purchased over in Wales. Uh-huh. Uh, season two is really, really good. What's that on? uh fx you can get on hulu okay yeah i got season season one was good you learn a lot about the history of football and the history of wales and they tie it into the village and all the people all the fans and so it's it's a really good doc it it just won an emmy too the season second season won an emmy and ryan reynolds accepted it in his deadpool costume (laughs) (laughs) because he was on set oh okay he couldn't make it um speaking of awards Yes. At the Saturn Awards this past week, Andor won Best New Genre Television Series. Okay. Bad Batch won Best Animated Series. 
Dave Filoni won the George Powell Award. George Powell uh, was responsible for Time Machine and War of the Worlds, so it's more of an honorary honorary award for the contribution to um, the imagination, pushing through storytelling, blah, 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 blah. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny won Best Fantasy Film. Harrison Ford won Best Actor. And John Williams won Best Score. So... Lucasfilm had a great night that night at the Saturn Awards. Well, there you go, man. Release the beast. Let Dave Filoni do some stuff. Let's see what happens. At uh, MegaCon last week, Anthony Daniels said that he recorded something as C-3PO for the Galactic Star Cruiser before it closed. Huh. It makes me speculate why, even more, why did this thing close? They were planning for the future. They were planning to make adjustments to try to make it better. Um, was it simply just a, a cost thing when they were looking down the road and they said, it's going to take 40 years before we actually turn a profit and Disney said, just pull the plug? Right. Or what? But I mean, if you're paying actors to to record stuff as their character, um, what happened there? My understanding is you had to have three actors for every uh, role. Mm -hmm. So you had to have one front of house you had to have one back of house and you had to have one on call so you're paying three people per role so that that could have been why it got real expensive real fast uh but yeah dude, i'm i'm still i'm upset i never got to experience that um because i was it was one of those it was on my bucket list you know and it it, it, it i couldn't go right off right when it was released but in a year or two i could have gone yeah and, uh, you know, I think we could have got a few people together and got in a room and, you know, save, you know, save some money somehow and made it work. But we just never we never got around to doing it because it was before, you know, it it canceled in six months. Yeah. Yeah. It'll it'll be interesting to see what they do with that building, if anything. And then uh, at the Saturn Awards, Filoni was asked, <laughs> excuse me. Maloney was asked about Mando season four, and he said that there's so much spinning in the galaxy right now. You know, me, you know me better than to commit to any one thing. I'm excited with what we're doing with the movie right now. I think it's going to be great. So that's more of a non-answer uh, yeah. answer. But um, yeah, it's not a no. We're not doing anything. So mm -hmm. I guess that's news. I still think finally. That, I still think that movie is going to be a tie-up for. It'll be all Mando Grogu, and it'll bring people up to speed to season four or something um, yeah they need to film season four right after the movie maybe yeah and then or maybe shoot them back to back and then release the movie the show like late 2025 early 2026 which will lead into the movie right i don't know we'll see yeah and then in bizarre news that I did not anticipate coming uh this past week this would have fit really well on the uh bingo card uh -huh. Elon Musk is suing Disney on behalf of Gina Carano for being fired from Mando. He's funding her legal fund. Uh, Elon has a bone to pick with Disney because they've pulled advertising dollars from X. I'm not sure why he's singling Disney out right now because there's other advertisers that have pulled funds from X, but I just didn't see that one happening. Yeah, I... <clears throat> and then what... But... what annoys me is gina guerrero is like she's like oh you silenced women and blah you blah you know i i had a strong voice and 
you silenced me. And it's like, no, we told you to sh just don't post this kind of stuff. And she was posting some pretty offensive stuff um, on her on her uh, social media. Instagram. Yeah. And you're when your employer tells you to stop posting that stuff, you stop posting that stuff and you listen and then don't get pissed off when you lose a million dollar payday because you didn't want to listen to your employer. Uh, you know, and I, I, I'm, I'm all for free speech and everything, but you've got to understand, yeah, you had your right to post that stuff, but they also had their right to fire you. Yeah. So you, there's, there's, I just look at that and I'm like, what's the freaking point of the, of, of that? Because they're going to win. They're Disney. They have every right to tell you what to do and what not to do when you're an employee. Yeah. And like, let's say it does go her way and she does get rehired. It's like, that's going to be an awkward set. Yeah. Like, hi, I'm back because I sued and I won. Yeah. Uh, nobody really wants me here. We've already been, I've already been written off the show. So they're going to jam the person back into the show. So she's going to show it's, up it's on it. Bizarre and weird. Yeah. She's going to show up on an X-Wing and it's going to blow up. <laughs> First shot. <laughs> First shot. Um, <laughs> The first shot of the show. Hey, I'm back. I'm a new ranger. Pew, pew, pew. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Um, the only other thing that I have to add, and then we can uh, wrap this this episode up and, and we can record the other one for the bingo, is that we have a new panel announcement this week yeah. for Rogue Fun. Our final panel announcement. Every month leading up to Rogue Fun, uh, we have been unveil unveiling a panel scheduled for the event. This month, we're excited to announce our final panel, Kenner Stories. You've heard the story of how Kenner got the license for Star Wars, but now hear the rest of the story from Howard Bollinger, Kenner Senior VP of Product Design, and Tim Effler, Kenner Director of Product Design, Excuse me. as they paint the picture of how their group was involved in transferring George Lucas's film vision into millions of plastic toys, Topics discussed will include the organization process and the people inside Kenner and how it became how it somehow all came together. Howard Bollinger is a retired senior vice president of product concepts at Kenner Hasbro Toys. With more than 30 years experience at Kenner, his list of hit toy lines he worked on includes Star Wars Care Bears, Ghostbusters, Jurassic Park Mass, Strawberry Shortcake, Littlest Pet Shop, and Batman. And then Tim Effler has been a creative development. It has been in the creative development business for for over forty five years as director of product concepts at Kenner. He contributed to many of their most successful lines, including Six Million Dollar Man, Star Wars, Batman, Ghostbusters, Nerf, and Jurassic Park toy lines. He's also uh, started Soda with Jim Schwerenjen, and he also worked on the Pirates of the Car Caribbean toy line. So much greatness there. Uh, this panel will be exclusively presented at rogue fun in three months dude it's three months away <clears throat> anything else i think that's it nothing too yeah happy mardi gras happy Ma happy mardi gras you gotta happy say mardi it like you're from louisiana say it again ha happy mardi gras ha happy mardi gras y'all there you go yeah <laughs> I know Orleans. We're going to be Mardi Gras. It is. It is Mardi Gras today now, or the day this releases. It is Mardi Gras. So happy Mardi Gras, everybody! Getting was drunk. It, was it Tuesday? Yeah, it'll be. Yes, it is Tuesday. 
what's the what's the turn it's like because ash wednesday is wednesday right yes but what do they call the tuesday before it uh Just Mardi i don't Gras think tuesday there's a official religious term for it oh it's called fat Anyways. tuesday but fat tuesday that's it that is that what you're looking for fat tuesday <laughs> that's what i was looking for Oh my god! So like last night, my uh, guitar player was like, "Man, there's this bar with slushies called Fat Tuesday in Savannah, and I really love them." And blah. And I'm like, "Dude, those are daiquiris." He goes, "No, they're slushies." I'm like, "They're daiquiris." And then he's like, "I wonder if there's a Fat Tuesday in New Orleans. I'm gonna look it up." And he, he goes, "New Orleans Fat Tuesday." I'm like, "Dude, you're just gonna get Mardi Gras." And he goes, "You're right." Yeah, I said, "Dude, there are no fat that I know of. There's no Fat Tuesday daiquiri stands in Mar in New Orleans. I may be wrong." Because I'm not looking for a daiquiri stand when I'm on in New Orleans. I'll do that when I'm back home because it's, I guess it's sort of, sort of full paw that you're going to have a Fat Tuesday daiquiri stand. But there are daiquiri stands all over the place down there. So it's like, dude, you just got to look. Hell, there's probably a daiquiri stand in a drugstore in New Orleans. Probably. Do, do, were, because you grew up in New York. Was it like, could, could did you have to go to a liquor store to buy liquor in New York? Yes, yes. Okay, because in New Orleans, you buy it anywhere. You walk into Yeah, CVS typically. and there's a big thing of liquor. Yeah, the the liquor stores are usually like right next door to the grocery stores. They're outside Uh-huh. of the grocery stores. I mean, you can buy like your beers and stuff inside Wegmans, but you have to go next door to get the hard spirits and stuff. Like it is down here, you can buy a beer and wine in a grocery store, but for the good stuff, you got to go to liquor. Total wine, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, in New Orleans, you buy it at a CVS and walk outside and crack it and nobody will tell you anything. Yeah, uh, same thing with Indiana. When I went up there for my cousin's wedding, the hotel was right across the street from like a Kroger. And you just go in a Kroger and they've got everything there, including whiskey and vodka and, and next to the beers. I'm like, this is, wow, this is a different place. Yeah, it's, it's weird because I walked into a, a racetrack and they're selling single like airplane bottles of uh fireball Alcohol. and i'm like when did this become legal I don't know. i don't know but they're, they're all over the place i'm like i guess something something changed Um, I'll tell you what hasn't changed the closing of this show. Thank you for listening to the smugglers galaxy podcast. If you could please leave the like and a five-star review of the show, anywhere you listen to podcasts, if it's allowed, it really helps us out and points people to our show. Follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Send us a me e email, send us an email or message us. We love feedback. We love to make you part of the show. Our email address is smugglers galaxy at gmail.com. Thank you to Alfonso Riviera for the smugglers galaxy logo. Thank you to Levi Waterhouse for the music. People, collect for the love of it. Hashtag vote with your wallet. Sabine will be on next week. Pass on what you've learned. Be a positive force in the collecting community. This is the way. This is the way.